I mean, we've been trying to do this since season one. So now that we've interviewed Rory, is are we done? Yeah, I think this is, uh, this is not just what is it? This, this is it. This is it. Series finale, this right? Is the, it. the podcast finale. Just kidding. We're going on forever. See, and that was just the same as the series finale of Game of Thrones. Just as good, right? <laughs> wow. The buyback. Yeah, baby. Oh man. The buyback podcast takes place in a bar. If you aren't old enough to be in the bar. You're probably not old enough to be listening to the content in this podcast. For the rest of you degenerates, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let's get this party started. Rory, do you have any most memorable stories from a bar? Oh boy. No, listen, listen, it's one of those things because I've been been listening to a couple of your other podcasts and I'm just like, it's more of, uh, there really isn't, and and I I would genuinely love to have one that could get you guys laughing. Just even talking for the last 10, 15 minutes or it's probably 45 minutes now. <laughs> like, uh, I think we're about 30 because yeah, we started it off. Like, listen, it's, I would say I'm lucky enough that I don't have any negative stories. That has to be good because, you know, I, like I talked about, I touched on earlier about just not, you know, having to get physical or get into many altercations with people, which is great. You know, I'll, I'll look back now after this and be like, oh my God, wait a minute. I had all these stories. <laughs> uh, I have all these stories. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I, it's more of just, I've just had very good times working behind the bar in, in, in like the wolf phone. And, what and, about and, like, and, do you have any stories from Trad Week and the, just the experience? I feel like Trad Week is something that is, well, is definitely a, worth yeah, talking they're, about. Yeah, they're definitely, I mean, if there was any stories, yeah. Tra- I mean, Trad Week alone is like you touched on that it's it's a traditional Irish music festival that me and the guys run in the Wolfhound since since year one and um, those are crazy times because those are where you know the type of music that is traditional Irish music and the feeling that traditional Irish music brings to everyone by being in, in that kind of mm-hmm. in that you know that part of the room at the end surrounded by the music it's definitely a thing you know that we were brought up with it through my father. My father was a well-known guitar player in the west of Ireland, and he brought the, the traditional Irish music in and instilled, us, instilled it into all of us. We all played different instruments, so we were, we were around it a lot when we were younger. And, you know, we, we got to meet a lot of really amazing musicians and people through my dad, and a lot of them would, would play at Trad Week every year. And I think the feel in a room, especially traditional Irish music that it, it gives to people... It's, it's just this kind of a high that you get before you go outside to get high with the music, but that's a different thing. Um, but it's, it's, it's a high Sorry that you get that is unlike anything else. And it's funny because, you know, the, the, the Trad Week nights are, are so great because, not so much for me, because I, I, I have to do it like night after night, you know, for seven nights. But I, I still, I, I, I love it because, you know, the, the music's flowing, the singing is going, and people, you know, while all this is happening, I think people just get lost in the music. And they just keep, you know, keep drinking and they keep drinking and they mm-hmm. keep drinking. Th- those nights are great at Tradway because next it's nine p.m. Music gets just started. It's you're like an hour and a half in, and then next thing you know, it's four a.m. and the songs are still going. Yes, you might not be able to understand what they're saying, or the the, <laughs> the, 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 the tunes are still being played, or your violin player is uh, yeah, they're playing just, while their eyes are closed. That's that's and, and it's funny because you know you see the like some musicians that play around the table, and it is a thing that even with, with all the alcohol consumed, and these these talented musicians are still able to play. Like and, and a lot of the, the the locals have been like, 
how is that person playing that instrument? The accordion or the, the bazooki or the fiddle? How are they, their eyes are closed. It's 4 a.m. kind of, and they look like they're sleeping. But it, they're, they're just still playing away and they're still enjoying it. It's just the, what they do. Yeah, and, and then I, I will say there was, I think it was the third or fourth year of Trad Week, me and two of the musicians, and I'm not even going to say what instruments they played because I've already probably dropped too much. No, but two, me, me and two of the musicians were outside. We were like the last two to play those two and a few others we were like the last to leave the bar i don't know if I, no one can see my fingers going this way <laughs> and it wasn't three or four a.m let's just say but it also wasn't one a.m you know what i mean so yeah, but but this we, one was up probably yeah yeah it was only night two it was the tuesday night Oof. and yeah that was that was the thing i think you get so excited that trad week comes around and everyone does like and i i, I do Myself, like I really do. I, I love seeing the guys coming over, and when I, you, I know you fly them over. Right? Yeah, yeah. So they we, fly over. Yeah, we we, we fly them over. Um, the guys would put them up around Astoria, and and um, we'll organize like a concert for them at the end of the week. That's separate to Trad Week in like a, a different location. But yeah, so no, we we were outside. We were. It was day. It was daylight outside the front. But <laughs> me and the, these two other musicians were out the front. But we had those winter boxes. Those awnings, yeah. no, not awnings, whatever they are. The, the wind guards. The vestibules. Yeah, vestibules. Yeah. yeah. We had one of those up, so outside, you know, so it was technically outside, but it was, and it was one of those very, very cold Februarys. It, it was a crazy fucking late winter or whatever it was, and this was very, very late or early, whatever way you want to say it, and the three of us are just inside the box in, in the vestibule, of course. I don't know how many pints again is deep, and we're just ripping a fucking big joint and we're just, the three of us are just passing it around. And the whole world at 7 a.m., <laughs> I, I just said the time there, and it's just going, going to work. walking right past us. And everyone is walking past us. But the funniest thing is, like, the three of us are inside there laughing and we're smoking. But right. little, little we know is that no one can see us because we're just hotboxing the, the, the vegetables. Yeah, no, that's just, I was going to say, it was just the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it was just, it was literally, and I think when I think I brought it up or someone said here, I think that we're just hotboxing. And that was it. It was just that 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 kind of shows goes to show you where Tradby can take you. You know, if if yeah. you if you if you you hang around long enough. But it is. It's it's definitely the the, the one week of the year you, everyone looks forward to it, to to, yeah. to get to to experience the magic that is kind of trad music. You know. He told me he had no stories. I got one. I knew I'd get. Yeah, one. you got. We've had multiple stories. This has been great. I think. Uh, I think just on the last thing of trad, like there's something really cool about how you got you. You go, when you listen to the music during that week, the musicians will go from like a really high energy, happy sounding reel. And then all of a sudden, like Rory, you're not talking yourself up enough because then like people start chanting Rory's name and they'll bring up his penny whistle and you'll play, you'll play a <laughs> tin whistle. Tin whistle. I apologize. Oh. Not a pen. I thought it was a penny whistle. No, it's just for people who've called it worse, way worse. Okay. <laughs> but he goes up and he plays and he sings and, and it's, it's a grand affair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that beautiful, your song? Beautiful affair. Beautiful affair. <laughs> Apologies. I think at this stage now, I really have to get copyrights uh, myself for uh, Beautiful Affair. But now, Beauti Beautiful Affair is a song that is from a local band that started out years ago called Stockton's Wing. All the lads were from, they were from Ennis. I'm very sure all of them were from, were from Ennis. Uh, and it was actually, that, that song, funny enough, it, it's, it's I, I definitely have to get a couple of other songs. But I, I think it's just because... That week alone, I would sing it. Uh, my father, who passed away, coming up on two years now, my dad was would have been, if you want, the maestro in the session with the guitar with all the other musicians every year that he would come over. And it was one of those songs that kind of, 
it, it, it is an Ennis song. Ennis is the town in Clare that I'm from. And it's it's definitely well known to the kind of the older generation. But also, I guess, I think I've sung it so many fucking times now that <laughs> it was, I will say at one stage, it was my favorite song. It was my favorite song. <laughs> so it. it's kind of what, what, what all you people have chanted my name before going up. What, what, what all, none of you have realized is that it used to be my favorite song. No, but it, it's... It's a, a local, a townie song. Townie is what you'd be, you'd be called if you were from Ennis. No, I, 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 I kind of branched out to like learn some songs because of my, my, my old man, my dad. And my dad had, geez, he had so many great songs from like Irish to folk to anything. It literally been, could have been anything from an Irish band to the Eagles to Neil Young to, to anything. And he, he really had an amazing range of songs that he had outside of him being a very good singer. And to me, I, I said this a million times before he passed and, and, and especially after was that my dad literally was my favorite singer of all time. It, it was always a thing where I think when we were younger, especially myself, I, I never appreciated the traditional Irish music. And we were, we were taught play a bunch of different instruments, like I touched on earlier, that, that my dad instilled in us and all that. And, and I think when, when you're younger, you really don't see or, or appreciate that just even it, the opportunity that he gave us, you know, when I got to a certain age, when I was able to hang out with my father and his friends in, in my town, it was, I really took advantage of it. Uh, and he, uh, <clears throat> I'm not actually not crying. This is actually I'm just like, like a, my beard just got caught. <laughs> we also are going through like a, an invasion of Canadian smoke right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Smoke. yeah. But uh, no, no, I, I, I kept up the kind of music and the song kind of through him and all that. And, and it's, it's definitely nice, um, I think, to, you know, to always pay respect to, you know, it's very cliche, but where, where you do come from. And like, I, 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 I will say I'll always, whether it's just that song or, or plenty other songs I'm sure I can come out with in the future is, is, is just to kind of appreciate that we're at the family, the, you know, and I had, a, I had an amazing upbringing, a great family. My parents, they, they brought us up with sport and, and the live music and everything. And, I do, I genuinely do love, whether it's just that fucking one song or a few <laughs> other things, it's, you know, there's always a couple of songs he had, he had, I learned from just listening to him. That time, or not even just Trad Week, anytime I'm in a bar where there's Irish music, I, I used to kind of get pissed off when I was younger. I'd say, oh, I sit down and sing that again, I have to do that. Whereas now, I just appreciate that everyone else listening doesn't hear that all the time. So that's kind of my thing. And it's definitely one of those... I will say, and I've said this before in the past, is the the one thing, the number one thing that I love most about Tradweek, or just in general being around traditional Irish music, is, or, or well, the music that's over here, to people that wouldn't be, uh, see it that often, is the reaction on people's face from an, in the room, like for instance in the Wolfhound when Tradweek, when Tradweek is, is going on, is people's reaction to seeing the talent and the, the music and the song that goes that you know that, that goes on around that table, that to me is like it's it's worth everything. You know, it's worth all the kind of the efforts you put in to get you know to get that kind of a festival kind of going. You know, it, it it's it really is, and it, and it'll always it always will be. It'll be always every year. I'll be some corner of the room hiding away from someone trying to put a tequila or a Guinness in front of me, and I just look <laughs> up and kind of or, know you. or a whiskey, if they don't exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and, and just, just that moment where you get to look around um, and, and see, see people's reactions, you know, looking and then listening to traditional Irish music is priceless. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Love that. That was, yeah. Yeah, Trad, Trad Week is definitely special. I agree. Do you have any gross yeah. things? 
that you feel comfortable sharing? He just made a face. He just made like a yeah. like yeah. a face. It depends because it depends. It depends on what type of bar so, people work in. Because if, oh, you, if, you, if you've ever ever had to, if you've ever had to stick your hand in the toilet to break something that up, is, that is yeah. that's yeah, yeah that that the fact that I have to think about if that is the most disgusting <laughs> thing I've I've experienced. But it definitely is. Yeah, it actually yep. and it's still to this day the largest so-and-so thing in that bathroom that I had to stick my hand in to crush up to flush down there. That's exactly what I was talking about. Oh, I thought you meant to get something out of the toilet. <laughs> you had to crush something up in there. So that's all. He's absolutely... I don't know why. He's, a, he's like sh blushing. He's afraid to say yeah. the word shit. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. And I, and I will say it was the one time... Yeah. I, I, I was the one time where I kind of went... I think the bar back came to me and it was, it was early days and he was like, do you want me to... And I went, no, nah, you know what? I, I got this. I was like, I just... I did just, I felt bad anyone else doing it where I did yeah. have to put my hand down a, a toilet across someone else's shit because it was so big. Was it, was it when Alex was in town? Oh, it was, no, no. I was still living there, probably, so. Could have been Alex. <laughs> you owe, are part owner of Wolfhound, and you owned the new bar, Murphy's. If, just hypothetically, money was an issue, and you could buy and build a bar anywhere in the world, what would you? What type of bar would you build, and where would it be? And To be honest, I, I, I will say, as an Irishman who... You know, we do, we do, like I said, we love to travel and we like to go to, to sunny, exotic countries, but not all of us can, can tan or a lot of us would burn and stuff and all that. I'm lucky enough that my parents, you know, we, they, it just came down to me. I, 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 as long as I, I got my spray on, I, I, you know, I, don't, I don't burn too much. So I was in Colombia, me and my girlfriend, Lorena. Hola, Lorena. We Easy. went to, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's from Colombia. She's from Bogota in Colombia. And we, yeah, we traveled around for two weeks and we were in a bunch of, oh my God, I, I really can't, the thought of it is making me depressed because it's, it's just so nice compared to what we're looking at here. But everywhere we went, man, was just, it was a dream. It was, it was so beautiful. Yeah. Um, we went to a, a bunch of different places around, around Colombia. But, uh, you know, like San Andres was the island just off, off Colombia that, was my favorite. It was just because it was like it was like the movie The Beach, you know, where you Oof. we were getting we were getting this we were on a speedboat with a bunch of other people just bouncing off different islands. Yeah. And I will say, you know, I, I will say I've kind of had a dream for years that I would love to open a small bar, but and but like do it my own way of like bringing that little Irish kind of thing of doing some yeah. little bit of live music somewhere sunny. Yeah, definitely. And I and I I'm sure in a few years it, it could be somewhere in, in Colombia. And Lorena would love to be hearing that now because, you know. <laughs> but no, I, I really do. Yeah, if, if I could take a quarter of this bar and open some little place somewhere on an island, if it's in Colombia or wherever, and but bring that kind of, like I said, we'll have, it on, we'll have a little trad week, you know, we'll call it some exotic kind of a name. Yeah. We'll, so we'll, we'll bring everyone, we'll fly us all over. You know, we'll win the lotto first, and then we'll fly yeah, all no. of us. We'll bring all the musicians to to that island. We'll go to San Andreas. Nice. Yeah. yeah, hopefully not too 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 long in the future, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, definitely somewhere warm. That's all I want to yeah. do. And we're lucky yeah. enough because New York has yeah. the the seasons here. Can you shout out some bars that you like to go to, or bartenders uh, you like to visit? Just like, uh, where do you drink besides the bars that you own? Obviously, Wolfhound and Murphy's is already a killer bar. I'm sitting here having a beer. It's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, service. Stalker, There's yeah. been no bartender for like 20 minutes. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I mean, listen, I went again. I did my best. I went yeah. um, it's very difficult. I, again, I heard this on, I think, one of your other podcasts where someone had the same response where when you, you mention two or three places, it's impossible to not mention all of them. Yeah. Um, it's so difficult because I genuinely, I will say this, there's no places 
I hate. Like, I just never walked really into a bar where I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm there. Meaning locally, let's say, you know, in Astoria. I, I, I do love, I, I live at the, at the, by the train station on 30th Avenue, and then the Wolfhound was always at the top on Steinway. And I've always loved the 30th Avenue going up, because I think in every season, you can kind of pick and choose which of your bars to kind of go in. Like, for instance, when it, when it is a, a sunny day and it's really nice outside, the, the Grand, I will sit outside there because it's just a perfect place to sit in the sun. And then you've got the beer gardens there with Judy and Punch, Maggie Halls, you know, and, and there's, they're really, and I will say from, from like day one, I've always liked all the, all the guys and, and all the, in, in all the, the bars, the guys and girls, all, anyone who's bartending in Astoria, there, there really is, we're very, very lucky to be in Astoria. We really are because, you know, we, we've all been to Brooklyn. I, I, I've always loved, I uh, mean, the guys would jump on a city bike and 85 degrees outside and would cycle over the bridge, hit Brooklyn, and we'd hit a couple of, you know, breweries and stuff. I always like a night out in, in Manhattan, and everyone knows that there are a bunch of places in Manhattan I like to. I just, because if I name literally one, I would feel pissed <laughs> off that I can't name the rest of them. But in the story itself, you know, like I said, we we're, we're really are so lucky to have all these bars. And it's good too because it's. I love that you can just jump on a city bike or you can jump. You don't have to go far. You know what I mean? And it's, I mean, we're only fucking 15, 18 minute drive to Manhattan. I love, I see now that you asked the question, I'm literally, I go, where can we go for a beer after this outside? You know? <laughs> well, outside, you're kidding me? The sky oh, yeah, is full. We, can't, the we can't go outside. The sun is yeah. red. Look, the sun is red. <laughs> Hey Alex, do you know what time it is? What time is it, John? Well, unfortunately it's time for a good old-fashioned bathroom break, so we'll be right back after these messages from maybe Alex and maybe our sponsor. So here's the deal. I still love Austin Eastsiders, but we haven't been in contact with them for a while. However, I have been talking to my new friend Jim over at Screwball Whiskey. I don't know if you guys have tried Screwball Whiskey, but it is the perfect peanut butter whiskey. Now, Jim doesn't know that I'm making this ad for him right now, but we have been in talks on doing some stuff together, and he does listen to the podcast. This one goes out to you, Jim. Uh, make sure to try some screwball whiskey, because it is delightful. Mix it with jelly, put it on your turkey. And we are back. Wait, I did, I did have an additional question. Oh, off the... Off the... Or- you're off. Where, Does there's it, none left on the, the list. I I but Rory, when somebody orders water at the bar, does that bother you? No, not at all. Actually, it's funny because I, I do even tell anyone that I'm working with too. I think a new thing in the last couple of years with, with bars, especially since COVID, because every bar, I think, would have those nights, those packed nights in bars where, especially if you're doing cocktails, a lot of people have this water station now, which is just, I think yes. it is the norm. I think it is the norm in, in bars. But I really do all the time. I, I personally, just if I'm speaking personally, like you'd asked, I I would always make an effort, you know, because I, I believe that you know, just even not that I'd be asking for water when I walk up to the counter, but uh, <laughs> I should be. And uh, no, but just in general, I I think you know, in, in the Wolf Farm, we we have we have our water station. We, yep. we but we also gotta remember that we're bartenders, and that if you do have time to give someone a water, just give them a water. I, I tend to do what I think is the smartest idea for people to do. We've totally changed. We used to give a pint of ice water to someone and get the straw, keeping the little bit of straw, you know, they know how it goes. But instead, I, I, I took an idea instead of doing that, is just do what you see in kind of restaurants where they give you the small Gibraltar glass and then that for the moment of when you're, you're busy and you've got to make another drink, 
you can come back and fill it up and or give them a, a pint glass of water after. That's usually what I do. I, I, I do always tell bartenders, anyone working with it is like, unless you're slammed and you have to point to them and say, there's the water, the, the water uh, area. But just, yeah. Also, don't order water in a bar. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, if you're going to off book, I have one question and then we'll wrap up. Since Alex went off book, I want to go off book. Do you notice that people treat you differently because they know you're an owner? Do, do people expect things from you? Because I know that, like, it's pretty well known when, when people walk into the Wolfhound and you're, you're, you have a, you're a loud person. Mm-hmm. So, like, people notice you. Yeah. And it's pretty clear, like, you're an owner because everyone's talking to you. Do people treat you differently as an owner versus when you're behind the bar and they might not know and, and you're a bartender? Uh, no, no, actually, I, I will say it's from day one, I've, I've always kind of, uh, been in a place, especially when you're, you know, when you're, when you're a part owner with, with a few other people in the place, it's kind of, I, I will say I've never, I, I, I've never used th- that line ever to anyone <laughs> because I genuinely just, I, I, I will say, I hope it never changes is that from day one, I've always just felt like a bartender, which I think is great because I would have hated if it was any other way. No, 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 never. I, I, I think it's, it, I always like to just keep that thing of, of just my job in that moment as a, as a bartender. That's what it is. That's just the way it is. And it, it kind of, uh, if I ever need to throw that out, like I said, if this, the only time I've ever used that, that line is when some, some kid is like six foot six looking down at you when I'm like, Hey, one person in the toilet, dude. And then he looks at you and he's like, says who? And then I'm like, all right, I'm actually one of the owners. And then they're like, oh, shit, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, see, I didn't even want to say that. Like, I didn't want to say that. Why did you make me say that? No, no, but that's, no, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's always, uh, I've had people give me shit because they're like, what do you mean? I've known you for a couple of weeks here. What do you mean? You never told me you were the owner. I was like, why the fuck do I have to tell you? I was like, I'm, I'm just serving you. I'm just the bartender, you know? Yeah. And long may that last of just being a bartender all day, every day. All right. Uh, can you shout out, uh, do you know off the top of your head, uh, Murphy's Instagram, uh, how, how people can find it here? Yeah. Uh, just, we just launched the Instagram the other day, Murphy's Bar Astoria. We also have just launched, which we touched on before, about when we do open, hopefully the, we're thinking sometime in July. This doesn't always happen. It could be August. It could be earlier. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely, you'll, you'll see us, if not, like you said, hear us around. But sometime before the, the summer ends, we'll, we'll get open and we'll be throwing a bunch of, uh, bunch of different opening parties. It won't just be that opening weekend, I'm, I'm sure. We, we welcome all kind of New York sports fans as, you know, we're, we're aiming to be a good spot to watch all of the baseball, um, the football on the football Sundays. Yeah, we'll have, a, we'll have a kitchen open here. So, you know, we invite everyone to come along when, even when the basketball, the hockey season starts again. We're, we're here and we're rooting for every New York team. So, yeah, excited to, to welcome everyone here. That's all I can say about that until we uh, see you in these doors. John's here. So. I'm here. Yeah, John, John here. I might not leave. Yeah. Perfect. Well, um, we're the buyback podcast on most social media. But now that, I mean, we've been trying to do this in season one. So now that we've interviewed Rory, is, are we done? Yeah, I think this is the, this is the, what is it? This the, is it. The, this is the, it. The yeah, the series finale, this right? Just the, the podcast finale. Just kidding. We're going on just, forever. See, and that was just the same as the series finale of Game of Thrones. Just as good, right? <laughs> wow. Better. Better. I am literally the only like, person that actually thinks Game of Thrones was awesome. Like I said, at the, even at the end, I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm like, <laughs> you know, we're not the writers. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? I had one more thing to say. Are we going to say, like, thank you, Rory? Rory. <laughs> thank you guys thank you so much thank for you, finally sitting down with us yeah um, and you know what would, would be cool because i know we did it in in uh i 
think. Oh, now he's going to want to sit down for like a follow through after the bar opens. Well, That's what he's excited now. Yeah, he enjoys no, like, this. Because <laughs> I did it once and now you're addicted to it. Yeah, it, it, would, it would be cool to get, yeah, get something. If you got to interview a few people here for some, would be. I was talking about doing a crossover podcast with Henry. That's exactly what we should do. There's a yeah. real nice guy in Queens who's a regular at the Wolfhound who is a Mets podcaster. But he also is a manager at a bar in the city. A bar in the city. There's like three of them. It's not Clinton Hall. Amity, Amity Hall. Amity Hall. Amity Hall. Amity Hall. Also, one more thing, Rory. I remembered what I was going to say. Rory Alex mentioned that uh -huh. one of the first thing he wants to do at the bar mm. is Battle of the Bands. Oh, shit. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, I want to be in. Yes, uh, that I is actually, up. and this is, I think, Bear, one other person outside of yourself. Uh, oh, are we, is this like a content drop or should we? Yeah, this no, out? this is, no, no, that, I, I have no problem because I, now that, now that this is happening, yes, uh, Battle of the Bands is going to be a weekend long competition, I guess, if we can call it. And we're hoping we can do it sooner than later. Sometime, maybe, I'm, I'm thinking it's some, maybe either August or November, not September. Yeah. Something, some, sometime in the first couple of months, mm. we will post details on the Instagram and Facebook and our website, which we haven't even created yet because we're in a construction site right now. But it is something that I've been trying to work on for, for a while now as kind of a giving back to all the bands that do play all over New York, especially in Queens. It will be an, an annual thing and very excited to announce that just now. Yeah, that's cool. It. All right, so that's why I didn't say thank you, Rory, yet. Thank you, Rory, so much for joining yes, us today you, on the Buyback Podcast. We will definitely be posting updates about the bar as it opens because I'm really close to my house. Because you're going to be there yeah, all the time. Know, is there two things that we say in Ireland. <laughs> two things? What? Yeah, we say in Ireland, we say that when you're from Clare, you say, up the banner. Up the banner. Up the banner. And there you What's go. What's it mean? And if you're from my town, you say, Han the town. Hum? Han, like H-O-N. Han, Han the town. Han the town. Han, town. Let's go town. Han the town. Han the, Han the town. town. Oh, like on the town. Yeah. On the town. On the, yeah, on the town. Up the banner whenever time you're in Clare, which you guys have been there. Right. Up the banner, That's on the it. town. That's it. On the cool. town. All right. Roy, thank you. Yes. Alex, thank you. Thank you. Right. John, thank you. Thanks, John. Alex, thank you. Ghosts, thank you. Haunted. Yeah. Here at the buyback, one of the things we want to do is talk about bar etiquette. So here is our bar rule. Bar rule. I don't know. I'm just fucking around. John, give me the bar rule of the night. I got like just... the phantom of the night. The, what's the Phantom of the Opera song? Sing for me! No, the da-da of the night. What's the music? Music of, of the, the night. night. There it is. John, give me the... Wait. John, give me the bar rule of the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. This one I've noticed people do sometimes. And it just mentally makes me tired of that person. <laughs> And I've done it too. And if someone tells me I did it, I hate it. It's usually after a couple beers have been had. And like, you want to stick around, but you're a little sheepish. So you tell your bartender, oh, I'll just have one more. Mm. And then the beer is empty or the drink is gone. And I, in my brain, oh, this person's probably closing out. And they go, oh, I'll just have one more. <laughs> and you're like, but, but you just said. And it's literally just semantics for me. It's the words you choose. Like, I'll have another one. Would just make me so less like mentally drained. I don't know if am I crazy. Oh yeah, I think I, I'm not sure this needs to be a bar rule, but this is definitely a good good look into John's bar psyche. It just drives me nuts because if I hear, oh, I'll have one, just one more, I'll be like, oh, this person's closing soon. 
That means I can prepare for a new guest. That means like maybe I don't have to worry about closing them out as my shift ends. And then they get another one. And I'm like, but you lied to me. So maybe... <laughs> the implication there was that you were leaving after this. And so, maybe I was having a good time with you, but you're stressing me out now. Now, now you're lying. So if you are going to lie to your bartender, just tip better. No. <laughs> just say, I'll have another one. Or say, I'll have another one. Am but I if crazy? You, if you forget, what if, if so next time you are really, or you've had one too many and you're still going to have just one more and then you have more than just one more, just make sure to tip well. You know, can I end it on a song because you started it with a song? Yeah, good. There's a great song. It's a country song and it goes, one is one too many. One more is never enough. <laughs> okay. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the buyback, follow us on Twitter at The Buyback, on Instagram at The Buyback Podcast, or email us at thebuybackpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the show. And if you are a bartender or know a bartender who should be on the podcast, let us know. Please like and subscribe. If you write a review, it will actually help boost us as well. So anything you can do to support us would be awesome. Tell your friends. Remember to be nice and tip your bartenders well, and we'll see you next time. Well, there we go. John was the first customer, technically.